Okay. We're ready. And I'm rolling. Whatever you want to take it away. Okay. Take it away. Take it away. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a month. It's been a Has month been? since our last episode. I know. I, I'm full time back in New York. I was in the process of doing the whole sell a house, buy a house, send your girlfriend off to med school in the Caribbean, that whole thing. Yeah. It's, this is your fault, actually. It is my fault. Sorry, everyone. But we are here with someone that we've been working with for four years. Four years plus. I feel like since I was born, yeah. we've just been around. And um, some <laughs> of you already know Aaron Dietrich of the Left Brain Group. But I don't know if everybody knows how you met us. Yeah, we, we, haven't, fil- we haven't had you on the podcast since. I just was looking and I can't. Even find the you. very beginning, and that's when that was a very long time ago. Right, archived. Yeah, it is. So, so well, Aaron, how did you talk meet about us? us? Yeah, <laughs> um, I had started the Left Brain Group in April two thousand. Let's see, so fifteen because it's going to be five years yeah. next wow. year. And in finding independent artists that were doing unique and cool things. I came across your blog um, that was called Destroy the Good Hairdresser. Good old blog. Good old blog. Good old WordPress. Yeah. <laughs> Good old <laughs> and, Squarespace. And uh, I just loved your point of view and like fearlessness and disruptiveness. It was so up my alley. I was like, who are these guys? I love what they're saying. No one has the, the chutzpah to, the balls. Uh, the balls to, uh, to say anything. Uh, especially what, you know, a lot of people in the industry are thinking, sharing frustrations or just, you know, being real about what was happening in the industry. And part of assembling the left brain group was to have a roster of smart, talented, savvy uh, artists that also filled a specific need. And I really wanted to have business support for the network of salons that we work with. And you guys just had a very fresh, millennial, new approach to what was going on in the industry. So I was like, I need to. Do you, remember, do you remember what blog it was that like, or like what we were saying? Back then we used to have gift gifs. I don't really know how to say it. So I just GIF say GIF. both yeah. gift gifs. <laughs> we, I, by the way, we're bringing them back. Okay. Well, <laughs> we had them and people like, loved our blog because of it and I don't know why just every every article was filled with them and I want to say it was called destroy the hairdresser okay. yeah that was like that's what I don't remember the specific like content I just remember like the voice mm-hmm. and being very direct and honest and you know kind of ballsy with just what you were saying at the time right when you know, coming from the corporate manufacturer hair care industry, it's like it it was sort of on the forefront of yeah. of that. Um, yeah. So I was immediately now attracted. Everybody has something to say. I know. Oh, everybody has a yeah. blog. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember I remember I was working in Brooklyn at the time when we were still starting the company and like getting it going. And y- you reached out on yeah. Instagram and I was like to work with us. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is like spam. And then I don't know why yeah. I reached back out, and then and then I remember to... skyping with you on my bed in my little room that was literally six by six feet, and just like hi, Aaron. 
I'm fed. And and then I sent you like an eight page contract. She's yep. like, oh, she's legit. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I, I remember the day we signed the contract because David and I went back and forth. We were such a new company, and we were, at the time it was like, can I say how much it was? It was a small. It was a, it was a, a large was, amount for the time. It was a large amount for the time, but a small a small amount. It was a it was a great introductory rate to get into. You know. And it was scary. We had never worked with anyone. Yeah. And we were just so new and we were so, this was our baby. And we were just like, what are we going to, how do we do this? Do we know her? Do we trust her? And I remember us like arguing in this little salon space that we worked at. Yep. And finally we we're just like, fuck it. Like it just <laughs> went with it. And you know, how many years later we, we're yeah. going on yeah, our four years. And yeah. it's so cool to see how you guys have evolved with your curriculum, you know, changing all the time, right. updating the website all constantly. The yeah. it's, it's actually like, being updated right yeah, now. Like, I'm, like, I'm like, oh, wait, there's a new Destroy the Hairdresser website. <laughs> <laughs> we are very much about uh, changing all the time. And so pretty much every year. We've kept it to a year. It used to be like yeah. any time we freaking wanted to. This is the to. longest it's been, it's been the same. And so every year we try to, just as you would raise your prices or change something, we try to change our business every year in some way. Well, I love that because. Um, there's always an influx of new blood, new people that are like interested in what you're doing. And then it's also great to keep those that are engaged with what you're doing um, continuing to grow. So I feel like especially with business and how the industry is always changing, you always have to have new content, um, new ways to inspire people. And what I love most about what you guys do is that it's not just do X, do Y, and like you'll get Z. Yeah. Um, you really try to help people get into the right mindset um, first and foremost and kind of tap into that consciousness and behavioral thinking and uh, emotional intelligence, all the things that can either uh, inhibit us or can propel us. And it's so important to be in that mindset in order to actually take those steps and uh, implement them into your business and even the conversations you guys have been having on Instagram although I said I'm like that font is so small I can't read <laughs> your questions um, Aaron I lo- doesn't like our font size on our Instagram <laughs> on the post she's got the a monocle <laughs> I do it's like I need to like blow this up but I do love but it makes you engage with the photo you have to blow yeah. it up to- <laughs> I guess I guess but I love the conversations that people are having and um they're just conversations I think that need to be had. And there's especially around like raising prices and, you know, knowing your worth, which is something you guys have been talking about for a while. I feel like there's definitely a big movement right now right. happening. We love them that. too. I think it, you know, going. It's scary sometimes to say things that upset. Yeah. Or just people. constantly <laughs> trying to make people change. And I think that's where our industry went wrong is that people try, they found something that oh, this kind of works and then people held on to it for so long, and then now we're all in this pickle that we're in now where, you know, no one is making money and they're having to quit and do other careers. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because of the lack of change or the resistance to the change. And so we're really pushing people to not only are we teaching them how to change, but we're teaching them the emotional intelligence part so that they can handle the change because mm-hmm. we can't just throw them into flip your business upside down without working on their reactivity. and how they handle it emotionally and where their mindset is because then it's just a shit show. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But that's why we like working with you because you offer – well, let me preface this. Sid and I were talking about education on the ride here and about how – We had a good chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> I personally get annoyed when I hear that 
all these salons, like, you know what, we, our salon is different because we're educators, we offer education, we're an education space. And those are all great things, but it's not different. Everybody's in it. Like, you have to be that. Yeah. You should be <laughs> and, that. <laughs> and what I like about you is that you offer those things, but they're unique and they're different and they're not, you know, it's not, here's how you do a great balayage. You know, it's not um, just, it's not just garbage that we can just pick up from anyone. It's real content. And I think yeah. that's what is nice about working with yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, not to like date myself, but uh, when I think back to when I first started at Bumble and Bumble in 2004, so, you know, you guys do the math. You're good at that. Uh, <laughs> well, 15 years ago. And for Bumble and Bumble, like education was like a pillar that was like the most important thing. And as a sales consultant in so many conversations with um, as a consultant and with so many conversations with salon owners and hairdressers, it was a foreign word. Like it didn't really right. exist. So it's so interesting to see not only how far it's come, but you know, one can argue now it's like saturated. Right. Um, everybody's whether, everybody's yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> Like anything that gets popular, yeah. um, it has its pluses and negatives. I think it's amazing for people that um, have a point of view and a skill set and are actually really good at relaying information, can um, connect with other hairdressers in the industry and actually help them become better at what they do in whatever capacity that is, whether that's technically, whether that's growing their business. Um, it can be a very viable stream of revenue right. um, for a lot of people. At the same time, um, there's also a lot that goes into being a successful educator and someone that can, since it is getting so crowded, I'll say, in the marketplace with education and where traditional salon models that were used to be just commission-based salons where they'd either have points from their manufacturers mm -hmm. to use on right. education or, I bought this class with points. It's like, did you? But you also spent $40,000. I know. It's like, wow. <laughs> well, it's not coming out of their pocket no. in cash, so to speak. Right. And so now the whole model has also changed where um, I know you encourage um, your salon owners um, and leadership people that you coach that um, if people really want education, that they should be you know, flipping the bill for themselves. Uh, and then... Um, if you're a booth renter or you, you know, have your own business and it's just you and a studio, like you're responsible for your own education. So now you have this huge playing field in front of you, which is exciting because it's like, wow, I have so many great choices. But, you know, where are you going to spend your money? Is it going to be worth the money? Um, are you going to be able to take that information, um, put it into practice? Right. Because. Yeah, I once did actually uh, implement. Yeah, and actually implemented. I, I did a poll once on Instagram because I was just curious to see, you know, how people learn best. So it was like I think I remember that. Yeah, it was like through a, like a look and learn demo mm -hmm. or through hands on, and overwhelmingly it was through hands on. You know, I think video education, which I can maybe talk about a little later, will be doing more of that, which is definitely new and mm -hmm. on the forefront, and that's exciting. Um, but I do think there's something really valuable in actually having that time away from your clientele, away from 
um, everything that you do day to day in the salon to actually put that into practice, especially if you're talking like a technical, um, a technical class. And so I was like encouraged and like, oh, great. So a lot of people learn through hands on. But then when it comes to actually like booking classes, it was like, oh, just the demo. Just I just want to yeah. watch it, which is, you know, I'm a visual person, too. So it's 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 interesting that most people say they learn best by hands on. But, you know, maybe budget comes into mm-hmm. practice <laughs> right. or time or not having time to I think a lot know, of practice it. I think, too, fear. one of the things that you do is for like for practical education. It's like finding models. Yeah, it's a whole venture. It's the bane of my existence. I know. <laughs> Everything, I'm like, uh, you're always like, a model canceled. This model's hair is falling out. This model, you know. <laughs> well, People that are wanting to be models when they don't even have the, you know, they really you know, can't be. I came from the background where I saw a lot of education around live models. And I'm a big supporter of suitability and, like, being able to look at someone's features and see uh, where the bang should lay. Right. Right, girl? Mm-hmm. Uh, where, uh, you know, how the color tone will look best on their skin. So I think there's value in actually practicing on live yeah. people. And while it is can be painstaking, you know, over time you build a database and then you have a lot of great people that you can work with that um, kind of evolve with you. And you deal with that. For most yeah, I deal with that. that. And I have um, Taryn Redwine, who works with the Left Brain Group, who also helps with that. We had to, um, particularly with Jane Matthews, um, one of the, the artists that joined the, the agency in the last year. Um, I mean, so many people just want to have their hair cut by her. We actually had to create like an email just yeah. to help like filter <laughs> things like models at the Left Brain Group, you know, just to be able to filter everything that was coming in. And so now we just start a database um, throughout. We have like a national database of models that, um, you know, we can probably use again. Um, So they kind of grow with us and evolve with the ever-changing styles too. So when when you're picking people that are on your roster, Mm -hmm. what are you looking for? Well, it's also, it's important to, appreciate and know what we already have because you know i feel we like we really group. are a family yeah. and i love that um we have our family reunion in new orleans every year i know <laughs> i can't wait to talk about biasing blonde after um but i i have to see like what's existing is there anything that's missing um that could fill like a specific um void that we're not offering because i do want to be able to offer the professional beauty industry really anything that they would need to have a successful business. Um, having a point of view, uh, I mean, that's probably the number one thing or specialty that uh, I try to share with prospective artists or people that submit um, to join the agency is like, what is your point of view? What do you have to say? Because I find that the the jack of all trades, unfortunately, while it's great being behind the chair and you can, you know, have a, many different streams of revenue. I feel like it's hard to hone your brand um, right. when you're so spread out amongst color, cutting, styling. Yeah, what are you specializing in? Right. So what's your point of view? What do you have to say? Um, 
have you educated before? Do you have like a, a local following? Have you done classes maybe in your own salon and your local market for free? Like what was the response? Right. Um, like what have you done? Yeah. Is your technique something you can replicate? Um, I think most of your artists yeah. too, there's always a bigger, a bigger picture, a bigger mission with every single one of us. Well, that's what I love about the agency and what I set out to create was that I felt like there was this wave of monotony happening like amongst the manufacturers. And so I really felt at the beginning, and I still feel this way, that there's so many great people doing their own thing, but it's kind of hard to compete when you have, you know, millions of dollars to mm -hmm. throw at ads, distributors. Yeah. whatever else and you know they spend money on and part of my role in addition to like just the booking and like the normal like day-to-day -day stuff and helping you guys be successful is to help you to develop your brand or point of view or to highlight that celebrate that because that's what this agency is about like while we are a family all of the brands are unique right to themselves yeah. and I, I like to celebrate that I don't want it we're not just all the same everyone yeah, has that's diversity own. and mm -hmm. that's what's great for the people that are going to the left brain group for education it's like to have a platform where it's like people come to destroy the hairdresser for business and they can get all aspects of it and same thing with you I think it's I need education I'm feeling inspired I want to do something this year let me look at the calendar at the left brain group and pick multiple different artists or events and not just waste my time at your typical hair show or you know this thing. If I I, I if I never hair see hair a hair show ever I'm again so in my life, time, happy. I'll be. Fine. It's like people are on stage like <laughs> flicking hair and the hair falls in your face and they're screaming. Ah! Like it's just like or a hair show is just cutting mullets and turning the volume of music just to the way loudest. too loud and like a flea market of like free stuff. <laughs> yeah, of like and if you wait promo, till the, and if you wait till the last day, everything's fifty percent off. Yeah, <laughs> but you might not get your comb that you wanted. You know. I can't it's, handle it. It's too much. I love how you've even switched around. That was such a big thing for us when you decided to do Bayou Say Blonde because it's a whole different way to do a hair show. It's a whole different Or as Sid show. calls it, our family reunion. Yeah. Do you want to tell that. them about our family yeah, reunion? I love that. <laughs> well, that uh, should be the next 2021 I family had a dream. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, all my creativity and uh, ideas come to me in my sleep. So <laughs> when I say I had a dream. It's Mine are in the shower. I have to be fully awake. Well, that's good. Actually, I have to be partially awake. <laughs> partially awake. I'm in REM. I have yeah. no idea what's I happening. I come in moments of like anxiety and stress, and all of a sudden I'm like, ah. Oh, that's what we should do. Huh. Well, as I mentioned, I, you know, I love to celebrate all of the artists, like individuality and different things that they offer. But I thought, wow, like what a great caliber of artists. I would love to see them all together in one space. And I had been to plenty of hair shows that I got to experience exactly what we we're just talking about. And, you know, oftentimes when you have such a large amount of people um, at these shows, you're relegated to a convention center. Um, and New Orleans, um, where I've been living now for five years, is such an amazing city. Um, it has so much to offer in terms of music and culture and food and drinks and um, history. And I thought, wow, like, if I were to go to an event, like, what kind of event would I want to go to? And so um, in producing this event, it was not only to get all of the artists together in one city 
and for them to showcase their creativity, maybe something new, maybe, you know, something that they've been working on that they want to share, a new product, um, whatever the case may be, but also to bring New Orleans into the experience. So we're traveling to different venues throughout the city, maybe, you know, venues that only a local would know of, maybe something you wouldn't necessarily see if you just came as a tourist and visited. I mean, I I mean it's not like else, Bourbon Street. Half the stuff you <laughs> no. to, I didn't know was there, but that's the great part about it. If I'm coming in from out of town, I want to see all those, you know, really cool spots. Yeah, and um, it's a great way to build community, see the city, get to know the artists. Someone once referred to it as like, left brain tapas which i thought was like kind of <laughs> yeah. cool because with so many artists in two days you know there's only so much that we can showcase right um but it's a great way for people that um have been fans of what we do um to continue to fall in love with us and for newbies it's great to get a little taste of what the artists offer you know maybe they haven't um pulled the trigger on like taking a class or a workshop um or the products and now they get a chance to um, see what we're all about, and also build community with fellow hairdressers that I think are all like-minded. It's uh, so cool. I was it, was it the first one we did, the first Bayou, where she put us in a church and we spoke? Was it the first he, one? He, uh, it felt like a church. It was... Yeah, Annunciation, Annunciation Hall. Hall. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually um, moving the left brain office uh, into Annunciation Hall. Oh. <laughs> uh, yes, we're going to have a real office. Congratulations. Um, we're going to do some filming um, in there, too, with some videos. So now we have to fly down to New Orleans to do filming. Oh, poor thing. I'm, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm not upset about that at all. So if somebody wants to get tickets or they want to come, or how do they... Yeah. So um, it's January uh, 25th through the 27th. Um, the 25th is the VIP event, which is actually sold out. We're excited for that. Um, What's the always VIP my event? favorite. What's happening? It's a welcome soiree. So um, they get a VIP swag bag. It'll be a fun little cocktail um, party. And then. Where is it located? Um, details soon to come. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was just wondering <laughs> if it was. Like some cool. Last, what was last year? Oh, two years ago we did the soiree and it was at um a vampire bar. Yeah, yeah that yeah, was fun. That, that was, was cool. so cool. <laughs> yeah, I like that place. Um, so even though it's sold out, I want it's sold out, to know and they get priority seating because this was something just. It was so interesting to observe like people's behavior, and you know we do like we will sell out. Like we do like to keep it intimate enough where it doesn't feel like you can't see anything, and right, you know in finding these unique spaces, like you can only accommodate so many people. So I do like to keep it, you know, 150 or like under. So mm -hmm. we're definitely more than halfway there to being yeah, uh, sold always, out. I love that you never try to fill in the masses. It's like 150 to 200 people and that's it. Like, yeah. Um, but it was so interesting to watch people last year. It's like, you know, we set up the spaces, we have a welcome drink, we have little <laughs> snacks, and it's like everyone like runs to the chair and like puts their bag down. I was like, okay, I guess people really want to make sure they, they have like a good seat. Uh, so the VIP also get priority, like the front row seat. I so that will be blocked up. That's cool. But good news, um, general admission, which is the full two days of all of the artists, um, January 26th and 27th, um, what's great about Bayou St. Blonde as opposed to some other events is that you get to see all of the artists. 
Um, you don't have to choose and like miss out on someone. Um, we will probably be adding an additional segment where people get to choose some activities, but it's in addition to what the artists are mm -hmm. already doing. So they'll be doing like I'm so excited. Twice. Yeah, I'm excited for you guys because I want to do definitely a leadership, um, an additional so thing. So we'll too. be talking. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll be we'll going be like twice, three <laughs> times, four times. It's actually just. By St. Blonde is just right there. <laughs> uh, if, uh, if they want to get tickets, where do they go? So they go to theleftbraingroup.com. There is a banner um, that you can click on right away, or you can go to the calendar page and scroll down to uh, the January section, and you can get tickets there. We have group rates. We have early bird pricing through September 30th. Um, which I'd say 90% of the people take advantage of that. Yeah. So I really wait. It's over. I've been it's telling almost everybody, over. all of our students, I'm like, you have to go. But a lot of our students do go. And then it, yeah. it's, you would, it's weird because we have so many students and we've never met them. I mean, most of our relation is through cameras or on the phone. And so they're all there and we finally get to meet them. And it's wonderful. That's fun. And we also do, um, if you're in a group of five or more, um, we can do a payment plan. And so you can reach out to me directly at Aaron at the left brain group dot com. My phone number's on there too, and we can set up the whole a plan. Can go. Yeah. Which we, we do. do. We yeah. do. We often have a lot of groups of like five to seven, even eight. And we don't promote paying for all the education, but if you're going to pay for education, just go to this. Yeah. For the bring your team. This is their this yearly is retreat. It's super fun. You know, we treat everyone like adults. If there's things you don't want to see, like no one's like forcing you to watch it. Mm -hmm. Like you can go Sleep explore in. the city. Exactly. Um, but we hope that you come and join, join us this year. We have a theme of igniting your senses. And so uh, in addition to what's happening on stage with the artists, we're going to have a lot of really cool interactive sensory experiences Ooh. this year. Light shows. <laughs> yes, laser light shows. Pink, plink, pink Floyd. And <laughs> You mentioned awesome. earlier you were talking to someone from Hair Story. Yeah. What were you bring that up for? Yeah. So um, Alexander Brebner, who I've known for um, many years, um, was writing a blog post for Hair Story about um, what what does it take to become a successful educator, and he kind of asked some questions about you know being an educator for a manufacturer, like the pros and cons for that being an independent educator. And we talked a little bit earlier about um, some of the questions or some of the things I, I try to um, encourage those that are interested in education to, to think about. Because um, it, is, it is harder these days because it is so crowded in the education space to not have like an idea of what you want to do. And and also that the, your social media also reflects that right. um, too is really important. Right. So in this interview, you were discussing your stance on. Yeah. From an agent point of view, you know, working for a manufacturer definitely has its perks. I mean, I really miss the days of living in New York City with the corporate card. I mean, <laughs> the, it was like living the life. Right. Um, that was really fun. You get to travel. You get to see things. I, I don't want to say it's more ideal for someone in younger in their career, um, but, you know, there is an excitement level to that, especially if you're passionate about the products, then it's kind of a win-win. Yeah. You get to meet a lot of people, you kind of feel like, you know, a little bit of a rock star, like 
the audience is built in for you, and right. it's usually a great experience. A plug and play. But in my experience over time, it, you know, depending on the company and what they're asking you to do, you, you might start to feel like a salesperson and maybe not get to showcase your creativity or your point of view, or if you're someone that wants to go beyond the limits. Use that artistry. Of, yeah. You lose that artistry. So, you know, there's pluses and minuses. And plus now I feel like there's a lot of manufacturers that, I don't want to say take advantage of hairdressers. That's a good, but, that's a good word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like that. hey, like <laughs> that we, describes it. we're going to sweep you off your feet. We're going to bring you we're to wine and dine you. this location and train yeah. you for a couple of days. They and then you, you oh can go out into the field <laughs> and promote our products. You do all the work and we'll give you like $200. Yeah. Yep. Or something minuscule that, in my opinion, is just not. It, worth it's not. It's time. not worth the time. Right. Um. But again, to each his own. Yeah. It's like whatever. Whatever is gonna make you feel. Eventually, fulfilled. you start to resent it, and then when you do leave, you feel like, "Who am I now without that brand?" Because it's always like, you were, you know, Aaron at Bumble. You were a Bumble Bumble mm-hmm. Bumble artist. A Bumble Bumble. I know, right? <laughs> I haven't had enough coffee. You were an Aveda artist. You were a Redken mm-hmm. artist. And so instead of just being who you are in your name and representing yourself as, as a brand in itself, you are, how do you come out of that? It's like leaving a cult. I, I know s- we felt like that. I spoke to mm-hmm. someone on the phone the other day who, <clears throat> you know, strug- struggling to expand their salon business, but very excited about their platform. <laughs> very excited about uh, their platform. Um, in the in the um, hair show world, but you know when you ask them how much they get paid, it's like oh I get paid two hundred dollars and like they pay for my lunch. Yeah. And but they get, kind of get you in this like well now you're a platform artist and now you're this and now you're that like you keep getting these mm-hmm. like it's kind of like getting um, changes in your job description but no one's paying you like <laughs> yeah. now you're a manager who yeah. makes the same as a non-manager but you're a manager <laughs> you're moving up and so yeah. we always encourage people like if you're especially if you're going to own a business to stop with the extra education let let people do that and you focus on running that business but they get you because it's it's fun it's creative there's more money there's more music there's more noise there's more people there's you know yeah i mean you do gain show. experience i mean like life experience course, and doing yeah. that so it, that is valuable um I just find that for those that are really passionate about education and have that creativity factor that just want to go beyond what is set for them, right. you know, that um, it, has a, it has a short lifespan. And then if you do want to go into the indep- independent route, it's kind of a rude awakening. Mm-hmm. It's like you have all of these things that are set up for you, like your flights are arranged, like your audience is built in. You arrive at a salon and 30 people are sitting there like waiting for you and all these things that you don't think about, Yeah, which is like when you're by yourself when and then when you're by yourself, you're like, oh, wait a minute. I have to minute. order chairs. Like, I need to feed them. <laughs> I have to prepare them. Right. I have to promote myself. Wait, my no one projector? knows me outside of this brand. And, you know, you make great relationships out there in the field. And over the years, uh, you know, I've met some incredible people. And then there's some people that, you know, I had amazing relationships and then but once I went on my own, they were like, "Well, I'm loyal to the brand, and it doesn't really right. matter what you're doing anyway." So well, we've we've had so many products try to like sponsor the podcast, yeah, and, a lot. But we're not 
willing to like, first of all, we don't, our belief in product is a little bit different than mm-hmm. most people. Um, but we know that you work with Hair Story mm-hmm. and we enjoy working with Hair Story because it gives us that chance to be artists who can still make money off a of product, but without selling product or buying $40,000 worth of it and putting it in their shelf. The fact that they made it all focused around supporting the hairstylist and the the fact that now it's not on the shelves, it's online. Right. You can buy everything online, which your clients are already doing. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, they're... The way that they've embraced technology is very forward thinking, very now. Um, and for a lot of people that have the um, experience where people aren't going to think of a salon as their number one place to buy their hair products, they're going on Amazon, they're going to other online resources because they're already there. Yeah. You know, like if you're shopping on Amazon and you see something that you want, but you're like, oh, it's at the salon. <laughs> My hairdresser is going to recommend it to me. I know they get commission. Like, no one goes through no. that thought process. No. They're like, ooh, two-day prime. Add it to the <laughs> cart. Yeah. So this is just another way to, I think, bridge that gap and to actually utilize technology when you're in the chair. It's so easy to just sit there with an iPad and have your client like, And for everyone to out. get real commission. Yeah, actually not, get paid for and it. Not and not just Actually like, money that you can do stuff with which is cool but you started working with them i mean you worked with them from yeah before it was hair story it was um purely perfect so it was before it was actually before it was like a like a natural smoothing treatment right right (laughs) with like the what is now new wash was like an additional component it wasn't even like the star of the show but then like yeah it wasn't but then like then you started to see how amazing the this product was and then it just kind of evolved and then um through the exchange of different hands now it has this um completely different structure right why did you choose to work with them um well at the time i was um ready to part ways um with bumble and bumble and at the time when it was purely perfect michael gordon was um the founder of that so i thought what a great opportunity to work so closely in a small group of people doing that and I mean I still use like that's what I use and it's been like over five years it's had a few different lives but it's really hard to go back to shampoo that's why all these curls are doing I mean (laughs) I'm when it comes to products that's why I work with the products hair story reverie you know the Whittemore house you have very specific products it's like I if I can't get behind something that I don't wholeheartedly and personally like believe in. Right. So I'm not going to ask people to shell out money for garbage. And we felt the same way. That was why it was hard. Like when we started working with you, it was like, does this match up with what we do? When we started working with hair story, you know, we tell people to get rid of their product shelves. Does this match up with what we do? Yeah. You don't need product shelves. I mean, my links are on my website and my clients are buying product without even me knowing. Mm -hmm. Like they've brought, I see them show up on my, the back end of it. And I'm not even having to sell product anymore, which is really cool. I'm just using the product in the chair with them and teaching them how to use it. And that's it. They they already know how to buy it. Mm-hmm. It's and the same with all and it's the same with all of your products. Even Reverie, it's very specific. It's very simple. Mm-hmm. Right. You're not buying these giant you're not oh, buying yeah. these I giant mean, things. You buy in. Coming from the big manufacturers where these buy-ins are like, you know, upwards of ten thousand dollars, they take up so much shelf space. 
um, many of the products collect dust. It always right. ends up being like people always say, well, like, what are your top 10? So like, well, why not just focus on 10? <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. like, yeah. let's just make 10 awesome products. Right. And so, um, yeah, I'm really excited. Um, both Reverie um, is coming out with some new things for the end of this year, which I'm really excited about. Uh, and Whittemore House is coming out with their new developers. Is Hair Story going to be at Bayou? Hair Story will be at Bayou, yeah. yes. Very cool. Yes. So we actually, Hair Story gave us a little landing page that we could send people to. Mm-hmm. So we get to send them to your website to go to Bayou St. Blonde. Mm-hmm. Are they going to get product from Hair Story? Yeah, we'll have swag bags. Okay, cool. cool. So if you want a product now from Hair Story, Sid, I don't remember the website. It's hairstory.com <laughs> slash DTH. Like, just start the hairdresser. And you can put your info in and get a little free product and play with it. And then if you come to buy a St. Blonde, you can get more product yeah. and more I mean, stuff. we're literally telling you, do you want a free product? Try this out. So yeah. Here. Love that Hair Story is doing this to focus on the hair, hairdresser making income. And I, I, I can't wait for them to kickstart, like, more products, you know? So then all of a sudden in the next couple of years, it's saturated with more products and uh, or more product lines that mm-hmm. are online that are benefiting the hairstylist. Mm-hmm. So because right now I feel like they're the only ones really. In and I job. feel like in the natural eco Yeah, they're non-toxic. Space. That is yeah. so huge for me. That was that was a big selling point for me. Yeah. But I, I people do realize that non-toxic and organic are very different things. Very different. I don't think people really realize. <laughs> I don't think there they is know. a difference. <laughs> okay. Like, because there's a lot of clever marketing out there mm-hmm. with like vegan this, vegan that. But well, let's do an aerosol. French fries right. can you know? also be vegan, so they're not necessarily good for your heart. So right. right. So, <laughs> but there are a lot of great brands that are out there that are kind of um, focusing on that, and I think that category is not is not going away. Yeah. So it's exciting to see what people are coming up with. So if you want to go to an awesome show, go to theleftbraingroup.com, check out the calendar, check out the artists, check out Bayou St. Blonde, get your tickets now because, again, she's only taking less than 200 people to go to the show, and it's pretty much almost getting to the sold-out page. Yeah, I would say by September 30th. By yeah. September 30th, yeah, there might be a handful <laughs> of um, tickets left, but then the prices go up October 1st. So <laughs> get in on that. And something I added new this year is that if you want to get in on the early bird pricing when you don't have the full ticket amount, you can put a 50% um, deposit down and then um, do honor before December 15th. Oh, that's um, we'll send amazing. you a link and you can pay the balance. So trying to give people a little more time yeah. to plan their yeah. funds. And if you want to try a free product, go to hairstory.com slash DTH. So lots of awesome opportunities. Erin, if there's one thing you want to say to our listeners, what would you You love them. Yes. Thank you so much for all your support. Um, I really so much for all your support. Um, I really do get a lot of messages about people kind of stumbling upon the left brain group and really appreciate what we bring to the industry in terms of artistry and diversity. And um, I love how so many of you take advantage of multiple artists and not just one thing that we can be really like an ultimate resource for you. So thanks for all of your continued support. And I hope to see you all in New Orleans. Me too. Now let's bring Rich into the conversation. Rich, what do you think about all of this nonsense as the sound engineer? 
I want to go to New Orleans now. You want to come with us? You can be our sound guy down there. We'll yeah. Be- oh, believe me. Oh. That's like my number one problem is sounds like every year. Oh, Rich, get it, come to New Orleans and do the sound for us because it it's been bad sometimes. I will. One I'd day we're going to gonna have you on the podcast. I think we just I made just... it. I just think we had a networking opportunity. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just it <laughs> always is like just that's everyone's like Achilles heel. It's like everything's set up and then it always comes down to sound. I know. My mic didn't work last year. I'm like, we have to scream. <laughs> well, luckily you're it, loud. I know. I, I am so loud. That's what's great about the studio. It puts everybody's voice on my level. Yeah. So love it. Like, why is sound so Mike? I'm gonna just say Mike. Rich, why is sound so hard? <laughs> I'm rich. This is Mike. 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 Yeah, exactly. Why is know. sound so hard for events? Um I, the whole chain there, if there's like one little thing unplugged or not turned on, it's just not gonna work. Oh. Half of the time, I'm like crossing my. When you guys come in, I'm crossing my finger. <laughs> it's just a luck oh my game. God. Oh my god! Yeah, please. Today, We're lucky don't. we get the recording. I and I thank you for always being on our podcast. We're gonna. Of course. Oh, can I can I plug um the two upcoming workshops that you guys have? Plug away. Yeah, yeah plug, it plug it in. Um, we still have a few more spaces left if you are interested in an in the St. Paul, um, Minneapolis, Twin City area at Gem Salon, September 9th. Um, destroy Bad Business with Kate Kent. Um, so if you're behind the chair or in a leadership role, um, we still have a few tickets left. Um, so you can sign up on the Left Brain Group website. And then September 16th, David is going to be um, in Buffalo, New York. I'm and excited. Yeah, it's a really cool space. <laughs> it's at the Buffalo Cider House. Um, so it's a it's a cool venue. And um, again, tickets are on yeah. the Left Brain Group calendar. I forgot we should probably talk about classes we teach. Mm-hmm. We were so excited about you and your classes that we forgot about. I know, and I keep going like on the website. I see there's like two new classes coming. When are those? There are. And our new class that we want to teach for our tour is coming out. Yep. So lots of symptoms. Lots of fun things. I want that. (laughs) You'll 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 have that. (laughs) I have that. Wait, no, I want that. It'll it'll be yours to talk about. Um, Awesome. So yeah, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. It's been over a year. So we shouldn't wait this long next it's time. Been like I know. Three years. Please go and get your tickets for Body St. Blanc. We want to hang out with everybody. And check out our classes that we have coming up with that we have just, in September. Just go just to leftbraingroup.com and look at the calendar. Just Stop go. asking us how to get tickets. That's true. We have so many people like, how, <laughs> how do, do I get, get tickets? Ticket? Go like, to did you even go to our website? Com. Yeah, no, clicks on our website anymore. You can access everything. Link in bio. Link in bio. All right. We'll talk to everybody soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Make sure to reach out to us on Instagram at Destroy the Hairdresser. And for more information on all things DTH, visit us at destroythehairdresser.com. 